you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. If, honestly, if you can afford some of these you know, newer tools that people are coming out yeah, with. Yeah, they feel are, good. They feel great and they can definitely add to your recovery and definitely help you recover. Um, but it's also, it's just, a t- it's just a time thing. It just takes time. And don't be dumb and think like, you know, and this happens especially. I mean, I've, I've been there. It's like I'm hurting, but yet my pride is is so important that it's like I'm going to train anyways and I sometimes like get motivated by how much pain I'm in I know that's really weird (laughs) don't do that (laughs) Between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71 CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android where you can find all your favorite podcasts you can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot we think it's the best What's up, guys? You are listening to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And today, we are going to talk about some gym accessories, which includes successories and also (laughs) just pieces of equipment you probably don't need to be using. Right. Yeah. I mean, in every, um, every sport, I would say, or training style, there's going to be accessories that are made, whether they're gimmicks or not, to help you be successful or to help you um, have things be a little bit easier or right. not or hurt not get yourself injured, or not right. get injured, things like this. Um, within that, there are some that for sure I think that everyone should have in their gym bag and or in their gym available to your athletes. And then there's some that I think you don't really need, mm-hmm. uh, which would then be like save your money and don't buy these pieces of equipment. And other ones that I would say are important to have available, but hopefully you're working with someone who can teach you 
when you need these things because there are some of them like a weight belt is very important but it can also hinder you actually getting stronger right you you could be it becomes a crutch a crutch or yeah like a security piece of equipment right, right. mine is a security blanket yours is a security <laughs> blanket and we're going to talk about it right that now. just kidding <laughs> i wear it everywhere <laughs> oh that's sorry that's my waist trainer <laughs> yeah oh my god Oh my! I God. actually wanted to get a waist trainer and like do a thing where it's like, all right, guys, we're gonna train this waist because I don't really have a waist. I know, but I was asking you last night. Well, what the to hell trial is that? It? There's no way that it just gives you a small waist. I think it's supposed to train your waist to be smaller. Well, only when you're wearing it. <laughs> it's like a girdle. It's like everybody could wear a girdle and then just take it off. Do they even have girdles anymore? Yeah, I think. I think I just dated myself. It's like a girdle. Yeah, spanks, like spanks. Okay. Yeah. So, Oops. Gina, I'm just gonna go over. I've written a little. I've, I've written. I've written. Wow. Wow. Good grammar. Actually, yeah. someone gave me shit on Instagram today for bad grammar. I was like, you know what? It's cool. I do. <laughs> I have bad grammar. It's cool. Yeah. You know, my dad told me a long time ago when Marson used to make fun of me for words that I say. My dad said, "You tell him that it's the Redneck Dictionary," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Get off. Get off my dick. Okay. So. I'm going to go mostly based off of the type of training that I do, which is CrossFit, but it's a lot of weight training, things like that. Things that we see a lot in the gym, weight belts, wrist wraps, lifting shoes, running shoes, training shoes, gloves, different types of gloves, um, straps, tape, elevation masks, oh my God, weight vests, ankle weights, lacrosse balls, foam rollers, bands, hip circles, and with the bands, like different lengths and strengths of bands um, theragun is a new one becoming very popular crossover symmetry bands and then we have some other things that i'm gonna i'm gonna mention but we won't dive too much into like a lot of the recovery tools that are becoming more popular but like normatech mm -hmm. which is the they have the things for your legs your low back your arms and it fills up with air and it basically helps with like blood circulation okay it's like think about if you had a tube of toothpaste, okay, and you needed to get the very last bit out, you'd squeeze it. Oh, you got to roll it. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that to your body. So, like, I was thinking like water when you're, wings. Think about like when your legs are just super blown up, like you've done a ton of squats, you're mm -hmm. you're super sore. Throw your Normatec on, and it's basically doing that to your legs, trying to push. Where does it go? Up towards your heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like it's starting at your feet and it's basically kind of okay. helping circulate your body. Got it. Um, not sure if it actually works, but it does feel good. <laughs> um, and then e uh, muscle stim machines. So like Power Dot, mm -hmm. which is my favorite because mm -hmm. it's very small. Bluetooth, you can travel with it. All right, Gina, now we're going to go through a couple of these and talk about uh, yay or nay. Okay. Okay. All of them can be yay because you guys can do whatever you want. Sure. You know, I'm just going to tell you what's my my yay and yeah. what's my nay. All right. First, we're going to come back to that one. Wrist wraps. Gina, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. I have them. I Absolutely. have them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, very important. A lot of that's going to depend on a couple of things. One, what are you doing? Like I'm I have like. Oh, that's a bad example because my upper body is kind of really fucked up right now. But for the most part, I can do things without my wrist wraps. Pretty strong forearms, typically. Um, but when you start moving really heavy weight, 
it's nice to have extra support. That stability. Like, don't mm-hmm. be a hero right. and be like going for, you're doing jerks off the blocks and you're like, oh, I don't need my wrist wraps. Right. And then you Kink. end up hurting yourself. Yeah. So wrist wraps, great. Extra support, absolutely. Other times you might need them. My dad has terrible arthritis in both of his wrists. He has to have so much support for him to be able to do exercises that will allow him to get stronger, fitter, and do the things that he wants to do. Right. So, yes. Yay. Yay. And have multiple kinds if you'd like. Lifting shoes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this will also depend on what you are doing. I think it's important that if you are using them as a crutch, where this would be maybe... You don't have great mobility. So instead of working on your mobility, you just use lifting shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, Long term to get better at those exercises, uh, you're not necessarily going to get more flexible ankles. You're not really going to be able to work through the hips and the things that are holding you back if you always just put lifting shoes on. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, from running in trainers and not running in running shoes for the whole all of like 2013 into 2014, mm-hmm. the first time I competed as an individual, um, I basically gave myself plantar fasciitis in my left ankle. I danced my whole life. I've never had tight ankles. And now one of my ankles is so tight that the mobility and flexibility is just not, it's not equal to my right side. And, and that's from running in those shoes? Yes. Oh. So for me, that was, you know. I feel like that's a common CrossFit thing because like they'll, they'll wear the cross trainers yeah to run yeah it's a bad idea i mean running short distances is fine but running long long distances is what i was doing and it wasn't good for my feet right and i wouldn't have known that because to me i was like i was very anti any accessories because it was very it's a classic crossfit mindset from like back then Mm -hmm. to be like a badass just be like oh i don't don't use this i don't use oh my god dancing shoes what are those dancing shoes no they're weight lifting shoes (laughs) they look like dancing shoes like i've definitely heard that you know it's like i didn't want weightlifting shoes i didn't want a belt i didn't want uh, i didn't need knee sleeves i didn't need running shoes i just had my trainers it was like here's my body i'm the i'm the equipment screw it up (laughs) you know yeah right so with weightlifting shoes Obviously, if you're an Olympic weightlifter, do you right. see many Olympic weightlifters at a high level not lifting in weightlifting shoes? Right. Nope. No. Must need them. Yeah. But are you someone who just wants to go and like work out and you're not focusing on your weightlifting and you're not focusing on like your squat sesh or whatever? Like, do you need to go and spend money on a pair of weightlifting shoes? Probably not. Okay. okay so it's going to depend on what you're doing, what your goals are. Gloves. Knee sleeves. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Knee sleeves. I'm like, whoa. Don't Absolutely. Pass them. I need them. Absolutely. And some tight ones. Yeah. And they have different levels. They have some that are a little bit thinner, which will be great just for keeping your knees warm. Mm-hmm. You don't need tons of support. But if you're doing a lot of high volume and maybe uh, you're, you're a little bit older, older and, and you're, you need to keep those things injury. warm, uh, knee sleeves are really nice. Yep. And then you can get you can go as far as knee wraps if you really need to really crank down uh like the tightness for really heavy lifting. You're going to see a lot of power lifters using the thick the thick knee sleeves and the knee wraps. Great. Gloves. Different types mm. of gloves here. You've got 
full hand gloves you'll see people use for oh, those like, little half ones for pull-ups yeah like the little half ones yeah or I like mean, we have friends that use those and they like them i don't like them yeah i to me i don't it wouldn't it wouldn't be something that i would say yes you need that i think everyone should have this in their bag right. their gym bag no um that's gonna be something that maybe people that have really don't want to have calluses calluses which who care about their how their hands look yeah <laughs> i don't care no well you have to also do hand care i yeah. mean you know don't let your calluses build up yeah so in your bag you can yeah. have the only types of gloves that i think are really necessary um and this is to each their own but like for sure uh, grips for mm -hmm. pull-ups and that's if you're doing high volume right um for a long time i did not wear gloves one i don't like to have it's like more stuff i have to hang on to mm-hmm I'm already having you to hold like my own can't body. Grip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already holding my own body right. weight on the pull-up bar. It's like I would rather really feel the bar in my hands um, versus have like a, a glove or a strap. Mm -hmm. But hand care is super important. So to keep, if we're talking about gloves, to keep a file in your bag, to keep. You can um, shave them in the shower. Yep. Tape in your bag. Yeah. You don't even have to buy all that fancy crap. Yeah. So gloves, yes, but. For me, I think it's more important to have the stuff that's very specific for if you're doing like high volume butterfly pull-ups or kipping pull-ups. But if you're using gloves for like weight training, not, I, I don't, don't think, think it's, it's, it's not necessary. It's not something that I would say people need to have. That's definitely more so if you're like, I don't need them, but I want them because I don't like having calluses. That's fine. Perfect. Take care of your hands. You can have the pretty hands. I'll have these manly hands. <laughs> <laughs> um... I said straps. Okay, no, I did not say straps. I'm saying it mm -hmm. now. Straps. You see a lot of people using them for weightlifting. If you are weightlifting, yes, have a pair. Because one, it's not fun to borrow a pair from someone and then forget to give it back because that person will be bummed. Two, at a certain point, if your grip is a limiting factor, but your goal is to be weight training and doing deadlifts or or whatever. Getting You're stronger. doing pulls, getting right. stronger. You, it's okay. Put the straps on so you can load up to strengthen your core, your back, your legs. Even if your even if your grip can't hang on to it. Mm -hmm. Also, we will train certain movements at a much higher weight than what we would do. So if I were doing snatch grip pulls, I'm going to move at 110 percent of my snatch. But I'm obviously, that's not a weight that I can pull over my head, but I want to get my body strong enough to be able to move that weight through those first positions. Right. And the only way to do that is to load Strap it. Strap in. And you want to do high reps, right. but your grip and your thumbs and your hands can't maybe, man can't handle that in that volume. So you throw straps on mm -hmm. and you get to really isolate it through the body and not in your hands and your forearms and things like that. Well, so, I know some gyms have them. Yes. Like our gym has them. So you want to become familiar with whatever gym you're at. Yeah. Before you go invest in some. Yeah, it's more Although so, it is kind of gross to well, use somebody it's else's. So, it's more so something, if, if you're someone who is focusing on your weight training, I definitely think that straps in your bag to is get something your own. to have. Yeah. I said tape, um, talking about hand care, but yeah, tape for thumbs. Mm -hmm. I tape my thumbs. It's like uh, anytime you're doing hook grip. Hook grip, if you're not familiar, um, you wrap your hand around a barbell, thumb goes under the rest of your fingers. Um, by doing this, you're able to almost release part of like some of that forearm muscle, and it's going to allow you to hang on to things a lot better. You can get as you, it gets heavier. Yes. 
That's um, why I never you, hook grip. Your, your, bo- your, hand, your hand almost turns into sort of like a strap mm-hmm. versus like really gripping it through your whole hand. You can hook those fingers around your thumb, kind of hooks in, and then, yeah, it's almost like using a strap. Right. But the straps are better. This one's a good one. The elevation mask. Okay. I like, I understand the idea of it. Right. Right. It's, it's um, a little bit harder to breathe. It's allowing you to train at elevation. Uh, so it's training your lungs. It's training your diaphragm, your ability to like, breathe through these situations. Uh, I, I get all of that. The only thing that I have a problem with is A, maybe a couple things. Why? Like for an everyday person, right? Why do you need to? Why does it need to be harder for you to breathe? <laughs> Hear me out. No, I know. If you're not, like, for instance, if you're gonna go, like I've gone before competition, I'm gonna go and train. I go train in Utah at elevation, so it's hard to breathe. Sure. So my body can have an adaptation, right? So I can move more oxygen through my body. But even to have that happen, you need to be like living at elevation for like a month. I didn't realize that. Like it doesn't happen one time. Right. So if you have an elevation mask on, you can have it on for an hour. You're just making yourself suffer for like no long term effect. <laughs> and even then, if you work at elevation, like for instance, you go, I go and train for a couple of weeks and then you go and have like a, you have this little adaptation where now you can, you know, you you basically have created your body to have more red blood cells and you're mm-hmm. moving more oxygen. It doesn't last very long, you know? So it's more so this. If you're like, you know, well, I just really like the idea of it and you... I want to look it, like Bane from Batman. Also, it's like... <laughs> I was born in the dark. <laughs> you're only using it in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, can you put your like, mask on? Yes. <laughs> I think that's more Darth Vader. Oh, well, I feel like I feel like it'd be kind of the same. <laughs> Anyways, like everyone has their own reason why they would want to use it. I think that it's something that majority of people do not need. It's like just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. If you're not going to, to me, it's like if you're not going to, if your end goal, obviously if you're training with an elevation mask, you're thinking maybe you're going to be, you're training for a long run or a triathlon or something. Right. Okay. I get that. Um. But for but, everyday training, you don't yeah, need it. But the the whole idea behind how much time you actually have to be spending at that elevation to have an adaptation, it kind of seems pointless then because you're not going to live. You're not going to wear that. It, you're not going to wear, wear the mask twenty four everywhere. <laughs> you know. And right. then if you're listening to this, you're like, "Well, Brooke, actually, I use it and I feel a massive change." Okay. I'm happy that that's cool. working for you. It's awesome. Yeah. It's not. It, certain things won't work for everybody. Right. Uh, Gina, ankle weights. <laughs> um, no. I definitely don't think it's something that you need to have in your gym bag. Right. Um, do I think that they are a great workout tool? Absolutely. For instance, we never had them, but when I was going through recovery and I oh, couldn't train, right. I was wrapping, I couldn't do a lot. So <laughs> you were I bought, yeah, waist. <laughs> I bought ankle weights and I was right. wearing them to go for, cause I couldn't run yet. So, but I'd go on like a hike. So I'd put my mm-hmm. weight vest on. Oh, and that's I put right. my ankle weights on and mm-hmm. I would go walking. So it, was, it became a really great tool for me. Um, that's another thing where it's like great training tool for everybody. No. Might be accessible in your gym though. Right. Very cool. And then if you need it to be a little bit creative for your training so you can get fitter while being 
by modifying everything, mm -hmm. a very great tool. I needed to find a way when I had my boobs redone to <laughs> load my body, but I couldn't put a, a weight vest on. on. Yeah. So I went and bought this like waist trainer yeah. <laughs> type band and ankle weights and I strapped the ankle weights around my waist yeah and then, and then I the wrapped wrapped over the yeah, top. and then I wrapped it over the top <laughs> so I could like I could weight my my body and hike and, and hike and yeah. do squats and things like that here Jane read some of those all right I'm gonna ask you because I'm not a big user of all oh. right <laughs> the lacrosse ball yay okay pouring all over my face lacrosse ball Yay, absolutely. Everyone should be mobilizing a lot more. I mean, even I should listen to my own advice. It's good to take, too, like I take it on when I travel, mm -hmm. um, when I'm in a car, because my back, you know, I'll, I'll put it on my hamstrings. Right. Sometimes my feet really bother me like on airplanes when you like really start to swell up. So I'll take one out and I'll roll my feet out on the plane. Um, and then, yeah, it's really easy. It's uh, small, accessible, mm -hmm. and you can pretty easily start working out some kinks or some knots if yeah. uh, if you're hurting and you can't get into like a PT or yeah. a massage therapist. I mean, I see people using them all the time. So very I like them when they do it on the wall and you look over and it looks like they're just like itching their back and they're doing something weird and you're like, what or, are you doing? Or they look like uh, the bear from the Jungle Book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, they're, rolling, they're using the lacrosse ball. Um, okay, foam roller. Uh, absolutely. Do I think that foam rolling really works? I think that if you're like injured, you have knots and you're sore, that's just what happens. Like you just beat the shit out of yourself and you've had, you're doing, you your muscles are adapting, you've had micro tears and now things are healing and it's going to be really tough to smooth that muscle tissue out. Mm -hmm. Do I think you're going to do it by um, rolling it out on a foam roller? No. But I do think that even if, if it, if it makes you feel better if by you doing it you feel better that is good like for instance sure. i don't i don't foam roll i don't either hardly ever if i do it's usually for like my quads and i'll definitely you know do it on my legs mm -hmm. um, and i try to actually use actual pvc pipe i don't use like the soft ones um, or i will use a barbell and i'll roll it on my legs mm -hmm. um, but other than that i don't think that it's totally necessary and most of you already have them right. at a crossfit gym or yeah. your or a regular gym i see them everywhere now so don't i don't think don't you need to invest in having one in your gym bag bands yes and when we say bands it's like the big ones for using for helping with pull-ups mm -hmm. also for mobility and the hip, like hip circles uh -huh. are, are the most important i think i, I like those bag. a lot uh theragun uh the theragun no okay only because it's super expensive and you don't you don't need that. Don't need but it. if your uh, your PT has one, use it. Cool. If your gym has one, use it. Uh, I don't even know what this is. Crossover symmetry. Crossover symmetry bands. Um, hopefully your affiliate, your gym actually has them. I don't think that you necessarily need, the, need them in your gym bag. They are bands that attach to your to your rig or to oh, the wall. Oh, I know what those are. It's for we your have it's those. for your scapula. I didn't know they were called. It's, you got, they call it getting scap jacked, mm -hmm. and I think it's very important. Especially in CrossFit, we do a lot of stuff from the front rack, so it's important to start strengthening all of your scapula, your you know your traps, your lats, so you can stay healthy and you don't end up like this. And with like no one wants to be like that. <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> in case you aren't watching, she was hunched over. Uh, crossover. Oh no, I already said that. Normatec. Is that what it is? Normatec. Um, no, you should not have it unless you're just loaded and you just want to spend your money okay. on recovery tools. Muscle stim. 
if you want an e-stim machine, uh, the PowerDot is pretty cool. It's affordable and you can take it anywhere. I do think that it's valuable when it comes to recovery and it feels it feels really good. Um, no, I don't think everyone needs it. Why? Because it's just one more thing that costs a lot of money. And when it comes to recovering from soreness, honestly, it's just time. Time, sleep, good diet, you know, stretch, use your lacrosse ball. You can do all these things. There's not there's not a quicker way to recover. Like there's your body's no magic. You no, know, your body's gonna take the time that it needs. That's just the way that it is. So there's there is no magic tool there's no magic pill that's going to make you feel better it's sleep it's recovery movement you know movement make sure you are stretching paying attention to your body and then if you if honestly if you can afford some of these you know newer tools that people are coming out yeah, with they feel are, good they feel great and they can definitely add to your recovery and definitely help you recover um but it's also it's just a t it's just a time thing it just takes time and don't be dumb and think like, you know, and this happens especially. I mean, I've, I've been there. It's like I'm hurting, but yet my pride is is so important that it's like I'm going to train anyways. And I sometimes like get motivated by how much pain I'm in. I know that's really weird. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to answer a lot of questions. I recently posted on my Instagram account to have you guys ask some questions. And it's time to just talk to you for a little bit. So be right back. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> got a voice. Wait, got a face for radio. Um, Yeah, we're back. Gina, it's time for some Q&A. I feel like at this point, like... There should be a little jingle. What would it be? Like about this segment. It's like the Q&A da, da, da. segment. Yeah. Make yeah, one okay. up for me. Oh, God. On the fly? Yeah. Something about it's time for the Q&A. Ask Brooke. <laughs> I don't know. It's time to ask, ask Brooke. Ask Brooke. <laughs> that was so bad. Okay. All right. I'm looking for questions. Literally just ask them. Uh, These are your guys' questions. So if they sound dumb, it's not, not my our fault. fault. But I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna answer them. I'm gonna answer them. I'm going to answer them. Yeah. Hit me with it, Gina. Okay. Hit me with your best shot. Sorry, a lot shot. of them are just like comments. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? Oh, okay. Well, okay. so at Hey Pate, H A Y P A T, if you could only have a single piece of gym equipment, not accessories, equipment for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? <sighs> okay, well. I would probably say first it's at a barbell, mm-hmm. right? A barbell, but then I Gina would say barbell, and too. you mentioned though, but like, but do we get? I feel like we, the, the rack like and the weights yes. and everything too. If you can I have like one the whole package. set, I would go barbell with the rack, all of the and, and weights. weights. If that's a no go, then I'm probably going to say um, a dec- a set of dumbbells. Oh, okay. Because we can, you can do a lot with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh oh. At CF Kate Cat, how do you guys handle traveling so much and having rigs? Um, well, I definitely travel more than Marston, so he has rigs a lot. And then we have some good friends, Gina included, that rig stays with. So we have It's like uh, the only dog that I will yeah, dog sit. He, yeah. He's and awesome. here's the thing too, like our our little family, like our group of friends, we are all very close and spend a lot of time together. So rigs is I mean, he always, he still always gets super weird and mopey, mostly when Marston leaves because he's so used to mom he being really, gone all the yeah. time. Um, he's very sad. But when he stays with like Tommy or our friend Connor or Gina. Adam. It's, or Adam. Adam. It's kind of normal. And usually when we get home, our friends don't really want to give him back, especially Adam and Daniel, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Daniel didn't want to give him back <laughs> <Yeah>. either. <laughs> um, at Sarah Finlia. Sounds about right. And Leah, when you are having one of those tired, unmotivated mornings that we all get, what do you say to yourself to get yourself up to the gym, eating right? Shit, I just Ruined got it? rid of it. I hit something because I was reading it. Basically, how do you get motivated in the morning when you're feeling like you don't want to get your ass up? Well, <laughs> a couple things. Go. <sighs> a. I get up and I have to go to the bathroom and like shower or whatever. So I usually look at myself in the mirror <laughs> and that's usually pretty go motivating to make yourself. a change. <laughs> yeah. Go. Yeah. Um, also, I tell myself to not be a bitch. Some of that, you, some of you may be like, oh, I don't like yeah, that. For me, it totally talk. works. Yeah, for me too. I, I know what it takes 
to be successful in my training and in my diet. So I have to remind myself like that this is what it takes and you better suck it up. Like that, and that's because I know what I want and I know how hard it is to have that and I know how hard it is to maintain it. Um, are there times when I don't listen to myself, motivating myself, and I just sort of not, you know, I sort of hang out and uh, not go to the gym on time or maybe I eat something at breakfast or whatever during the day that I normally wouldn't. Yes, that definitely happens. And there's also a conversation that then happens in my head that is more like a little more compassionate. Like, what have I been doing? Um, did I Do I need a break? Am I really tired? Does my body, am I getting sick? Like, do I need to take a rest day? You know, so it's, it's a lot of gauging um, what have I been doing? What do I have coming up? What is it going to take for me to get from A to B? And a lot of the time when I definitely need to go and train and I need to, like, I'm just being kind of a wimp, it is, what do you want? It's this, it's really hard to get there, suck it up and go get it done because this is what it takes. And you want it, so you have to do it. There can't be any excuses. And uh, that's kind of how I talk to myself. Kind of like a mean bitch. <laughs> but I also am compassionate too with myself. <laughs> I try. I've had um, to be compassionate with myself because sometimes all you trolls out there be leaving mean comments and I got to build myself yeah, back people up. people are mean, man. Somebody recently said I look like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Oh, my God. They told you she looks like, like Carrot I Top. I looked up I had Carrot someone... Top and I was like, oh, I mean, I kind of get it. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is my new uh, Halloween costume for next year. I commented back and I was like, actually, they're brother and sister. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Well, someone oh, told me that God. I had an old face, saggy tits, and my body looked like <laughs> a lumpy, lumpy poop. poop. <laughs> so thank you. Huh, the most recent two was someone That's that my, my, my nose was really shitty and I needed a nose job. I was like, wait, all right, cool. <laughs> when also saying you suck for doing Botox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, people. Okay. At Boone Ashley underscore Ashley, what would you say your most memorable or defining moment has been during your career as a CrossFit athlete? Okay, I actually have a great one. Okay, and there's a second part to it. What's the second part? And do you ever get overwhelmed with the amount of people who recognize you and want to meet, take pictures with you? Okay, first part. Okay. A defining moment. I've had many defining moments, but I can say one of the ones that sticks out the most, and it's very recent, was the Regionals 2018. I'm in the first heat of every event. I'm used to being in the final heat of every event. Um, I'm in the first heat and the workout that I was the most terrified for that I also really sucked at was the muscle up into all the handstand walking, mm -hmm. which my shoulders were. You hadn't been doing any. Shape. No, my shoulders dislocates. We had to tape it up for dislocation. And the amount of people, and this is what's so crazy is like, I heard this from my friends that were watching and from people that were working the event, like the amount of people that were there for the first heat of almost every event that I was in that was loud as fuck and just this, the amount of support and love that I was able to feel. It was amazing. was incredible. It was and, amazing. And, and apparently all of that was in the first heat, but you didn't even have that in the final heat. No. You know, and so that was a moment where I really realized, well, I mean, I've realized it more than that, but I was going through a really hard time and a very stressful weekend and fighting so hard to not allow myself to like talk bad to myself, or right? Like, yeah, and feel like you like, wanted to give up. Yes, right. and um, the support that I felt through the community and through all my fans that were there was 
a really great reminder that just that like I was doing what I was supposed to, you know, and it, and there was the, a lot and of love they, and there was a lot of love and you were all really there for me. And, um, and they didn't care that you no. couldn't, I mean, it was like, just like the little tiny victories of you just getting over it that one, yeah, time, one time and the look on your face just, and everybody else, it was, it was very powerful. Yeah. It if you want amazing. to kind of watch a little bit of it, I have a YouTube video from my regional experience this mm-hmm. last year on my YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Plug, plug, plug. Um, uh, so how do you deal with all the fame, oh, all the people? Um, I don't feel like I have that much of it. I do think that I get noticed a lot more. Um, but it always surprises me. Like, I know, it's like I know that I am, I don't want to say the the people word. recognize they you. recognize yes. me or I'm a pop I'm popular to a lot of right. people and I really I love it like I love when people you know want to talk to me or or come up to me it's like it, it reminds me it's like you are the reason I'm cool right like I think that I definitely have a lot of great insight and things to say and ways that I can really help a lot of people and I'm already doing that um and I was doing that before I realized I was doing that. Mm-hmm. But because of you, I have this platform where I can keep helping as many people as possible. Right. And so, and I want to meet you. I like, I know it's so my, funny how many I people like will be like, my fans. I don't want to bother you or whatever. And yeah. you're like, no, I like, for I'm instance, thrilled to meet Thursday, you. I went to Whole Foods. I was here, went to Whole Foods and I'm like standing there just staring into this fridge of like rosé. <laughs> <laughs> And this girl who's working, um, I wonder if she'll probably listen to this. You're adorable, by the way. Um, she's putting wine away. She's like to my left. And I'm just looking up there and I'm waiting for a text from a friend. She's like going to tell me this wine that we had had. And she looks over her shoulder and he quickly looks back at the wine. And then she's like, and then she looks at me again and she goes, are you by chance Brooke Entz? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh my God. And she just like immediately starts putting her stuff back and she's like thinking out loud to me. She goes, I am not going to fangirl right now. I am not <laughs> she was going saying to freak it out, loud. out. Yes. Oh and my I was God, just chuckling, you know, and then we, we talked so and she sweet. told me, she was like, she's like, you are the reason I started CrossFit, Aww. you know? And, and I told her, I'm like, it, I'm like, it always blows my mind where that I could mean that much to you. And so I'm so grateful for people that I, I, I mean so much mm-hmm. to you. Like I want to hear from you. And I, as more, as popular as I get, I don't feel like I'm a celebrity or like I'm that right. cool, you know? You're very gracious. Uh, I wanted to ask you that just to put you on the spot because I know how uncomfortable that makes you. Yeah, it makes me so <laughs> uncomfortable done, to talk about myself. You've done that to me so many times. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm going to get her with this one. Okay, let's see. We've got... What do we got for him, Johnny? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, at Betty Rose Lifts, I know you say you can start CrossFit at any level, but what about with chronic injuries? You can still start it. Um, it's just important to be aware of what you what your limitations are mm-hmm. and to make sure you're training with a, a coach that is very intelligent with a lot of experience. Um, people need to understand that CrossFit as a sport is not the same at all as CrossFit as a training methodology. CrossFit is a a training methodology that is obviously there to help you have results, um, but it's it's meant to make you better at the things that you love to do. It's there to keep you fit and healthy for life, to keep you moving as we age. It's not, 
you know, a lot of the different movements that we do that might seem like super, um, they're like sexy movements, right? Like muscle ups, handstand push ups, right. like pistols, all these things. Well, everything is relative. Intensity is relative. And there's movements that if you don't need to do it, don't do it. Like right. it's all about health and fitness and longevity. And it's important that you know that you're in control of your body. Right. And everything is infinitely scalable. And coaches and gyms want you there. We don't care, you know, if you're dealing with little things. We will help you work through those things. We will help you, you know, mend those things. It's a, it's a matter of just communicating with your coach. Right. Let them know everything you're dealing with. And if they're good at their job and they're just a, you know, a good person, they will start working to find ways that we can, you know, scale things for you um, and help you work around those chronic pains right. or Well, because I scale a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can do it. <clears throat> oh, here we go. <laughs> Hi, Sue. Oh, this is at Simone ben- Benefan. Anyway. I like just listening to you try and I pronounce know. these <laughs> Instagram know. handles. Uh Hi, super athlete. Oh, thank you. How many centimeters of biceps? <laughs> I don't know. We don't have a measuring tape. I just thought that was funny. How many centimeters do you think that is? I wish I had a measuring tape. I don't know. Brandon, how many centimeters do you think your biceps are? <laughs> look at his look on his face. He's like, whoa. If I went off like inches, I can tell you that I'm pretty sure at one point they were around 14. Okay. I don't know. It's I I don't good. know the conversion. It's pretty good, huh? What do you think, Brandon? <laughs> He's bigger um, than mine. My I've had some atrophy in my upper body, so maybe around. I don't know. Oh, you, you look like you're half atrophy. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I think, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> maybe like maybe over twelve. Yeah. Okay. Over twelve inches, maybe. At Leah Narvet. Nope. Leah Narkevic. Okay. Okay. Cleans and front squats give me bruises on my collarbones every time I do them. Any advice on form to cushion my clavicle? Build up those front delts. (laughs) Okay. Build up those shoulders. I was going to say, I always have bruises too. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to... So for years, I would, from doing heavy cleans and things like that, I would bruise my collarbones and they'd swell. Mm -hmm. Um, One, when I'm in a front rack, for if I'm catching a clean, we want to be here. Like you want to create a shelf for the bar that actually takes it off of your collarbone. Right. So your shoulders are pushed yes. forward. Yes. Also, like if you're if you have tight lats and you actually mm-hmm. can't get your elbows up into a nice high position, um, more than likely it's the bar's gonna be resting directly across your chest. And it's just gonna it's it's weight, it's a barbell, you're gonna get marked. Yes. Okay. So maybe try ordering one of my new sleeveless. Oh, hoodies. there you go. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. But basically, yeah, cover it up. Uh wear something to cover it up. Also um, work that flexibility through your lats so those elbows can come up into a nice position. You can sort of push those shoulders out in front of you and build those, build your shoulders up, build those delts, start doing some ex- more accessory work to build the shoulders, um, the traps to sort of create a cushion. You could still probably get little bruises and stuff like that, but it's definitely not going to be like as intense as it can be on your collarbone. Right. I've like de- I remember. 2015, I went to the ECC and to Wadapalooza. Went to Wadapalooza. I was there on a team. I was doing it just for fun. Was uh, ended up not being that much fun. 
Why? Just because it was a team of three, I think. Okay. And my partners, my girlfriends, um, were definitely good athletes, but mm. not at the level at which we were going to be competing at. So oh. I had to carry a lot of the stuff because it was very heavy um, yeah. and a lot of things like that. And so by the end of the weekend, my collarbone was so swollen. I was so bruised. I couldn't really do a lot. And I was going straight from that weekend to Boston for another team competition and I remember we were doing this, this workout where it was like a clean sort of ladder mm -hmm. and I had I was taping stuff on my collarbone because I could not land anything on it oh it was God. excruciating but I actually don't yeah and that was sort of the last time I really ever felt like I had any sort of pain in my mm -hmm. collarbone area or really bruised there um, but now, right now, getting back into training, getting back into doing any sort of bar work on my chest, again. I'm already mm -hmm. feeling that. And that's because, like I said, atrophy, Gina. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like you're build, those, build those shoulders up and um, fight for that good position. You're going to have that good position the stronger you are through your lats. Get your back strong. It's not a passive position. When you're front squatting, that shouldn't even be passive. Right. You're holding the weight on your body, but you should be you should constantly be pushing holding, against the weight. Right. And uh, you'll be surprised how much easier it is to move weight when you're more supported through your upper body. Um, Let's do one more. Okay. Uh, at Mary Elise 8, what are your thoughts on caffeine? I'm on a 10-day caffeine-free period right now. Sounds terrible. To see if I see any benefits. I know you love coffee, and so do I. So I was just curious if you see any negative effects, side effects versus positive. Um... I don't, I don't think I can answer that question to the extent that you might want because I haven't even looked into that. Right. But now I will look into it and we can talk about it on a different podcast. Maybe we can talk about caffeine and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I love coffee. I don't love it for the caffeine. I don't get an, a caffeinated effect from it because I drink it so much. But I don't take caffeine besides that. I don't drink a lot of pop and I don't drink a lot of energy drinks or things like that. Right. Um, to me, I enjoy coffee. I enjoy that time where if I decided to, unless I, unless I really needed to take it out, maybe I was, you know, all, when you're trying to progress in, for me, like if you're, if I'm trying to progress in CrossFit in my sport, it's like, all right, how many things can I control? You control what you can and then once you're doing that, you can't really do much else. So it's like if I'm training, okay, I'm doing that. If I'm getting sleep, I'm doing that. I'm watching my diet. I'm working with someone. I'm doing that. What else can I do? Okay, I'm going to drink more water. Okay, I got to take these. I got to do my fish oil. It's like um, what else can I control? It's like looking at your training under a microscope. If I was doing that and the I was trying to think like what else can I do to make me better cutting out caffeine, I would then maybe try cutting it out. But the joy that I have just from in, enjoying it and, and, and traveling and trying new coffee shops, that makes me happy. When I'm happy, I'm a better athlete. So for me, I'm not going to cut it out unless I'm to a point unless where it's, it's like, yeah. we need to try cutting it out because your health is bad or we need right. to try cutting it out because you're not able to get enough sleep at night. So like already for me, because I didn't sleep very well for a long time, I just aren't, I'm not drinking caffeine Past later in the day time, past right. a certain time but i do not cut it out because i enjoy it and it's important to enjoy things that's i mean that's my take on it right um i will however for you look into that and start asking about it and uh, see if i can find some 
you know, better information. information for you that is a little bit more rock solid, maybe, you know, has some studies done behind it besides just my opinion of doing things that you love or make you happy is very important. Love it. Sound good? Sounds good. All great. right, guys. We, uh, fun little podcast today, just kind of answering a lot of your questions. We will do more of these as well and maybe even just start throwing in question segments into our shows. Hope you're having a really good day and uh, we're going to get the get the hell out of here. <laughs> we're going to fly home. We're going to fly home today. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep, see ya. Oh, wait. What? Don't forget, though, oh, yeah. to rate, review, and subscribe, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> rate, forget. review, subscribe. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.